Can you be healthy and overweight? By the end of this video, you're going to know exactly my position on that and what you can do to be the healthiest version of you possible. Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, I'm a psychologist, and the reason that I make these videos is to help everyone to understand that your mental health and physical health come together to create that overall sense of well-being. If you find these kind of videos helpful, please consider subscribing. I'm going to start this off by giving two definitions that I think will help us to be on the same page. The first one, what it means to be overweight, and the second one, what it means to be healthy. Overweight and our, our healthy weight range are not the same thing. There's a range that the doctor expects us to be within, right? This is based on a lot of research they've done, uh, looking at for the typical woman who's 5'9", what weight range would be considered normal. And so, you know, there's a low end and a high end. If I fall between those two numbers, which I do, that would be considered violet being within a healthy normal weight range. If I was over that number, then I would be considered overweight. How far over that number I am determines whether or not I would be considered obese. I do believe that we can all agree that if you get to the weight range where you're being considered obese, I don't think there's anyone who's going to disagree. That's probably not the healthiest place for you to be. So that would be considered unhealthy and overweight. But my question isn't that. My question is all the stuff below being obese to being up to the top range or the higher range of your rate um, your weight range, so you're technically overweight, what does that mean for our health? Part of the problem that I have with using weight as a way of determining health is that oftentimes, if you're on the higher end of that weight range, you're still being told by a doctor that you need to lose weight. And there's this idea that if you're on that higher end of the weight range, that there's health problems on the way. Okay, and very likely there are, so I'm not disagreeing with that piece of information. The problem is, some people will be on that higher end of the weight range, even though when you look at them, they don't look overweight. Why? Because if you work out and you have a lot of muscle on you, you'll be on the higher end of that weight range. It is not a good idea to use just the weight as a measure of your health, because if you have more muscle on your body, you will weigh more than for your height. And having more muscle on your body though is healthy. So more muscle, better health. Therefore, being overweight does not automatically equal unhealthy. Okay, so then when we're talking about fat, how much extra fat can I carry around before it becomes a problem? Like, am I having health issues after five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds? This is where your gender plays a big role because 15 extra pounds on a woman is not the same as 15 extra pounds on a man of the same height. You see, women tend to carry around more body fat than men. We're the ones that carry children and our bodies are made differently versus the men who theoretically back in the day would be the one out chasing animals to feed us while we're carrying those children. We need to understand what our body's actually trying to accomplish before we decide what is healthy and not healthy in terms of our weight. So we've got two things now that we're looking at. We're, talk we're talking about um, how much muscle I'm carrying and we're talking about what gender I am. And both of these things will affect whether or not I see myself as overweight in the first place. Basically, in order to get around this issue of weight 
being used as a measure of health when weight isn't necessarily telling you all the information, a lot of doctors have moved away from that and started use, using waist to height ratio. So as long as your waist to height ratio is 50% or less, whether you're male or female, most doctors in the know are saying that that means that you're in a healthier situation when you're, if you're just trying to understand your body composition and how you're set up. Now, it's been shown that people who have a 50% or less waist to a height ratio are much less likely to have metabolic issues, are much less likely to have heart conditions, etc. And so then, this brings us to a very important piece of information that we're talking about, which is, well, really what we're trying to do is understand health. So when we're talking about healthy, there's obviously the physical health, and then there are two other elements to mental health and your social health, right? How are we doing in the world? Our physical and mental health absolutely affect how we do socially. Now today we're focusing on physical health and the thing that I want to point out to you is I could actually be overweight and yet my body be functioning absolutely appropriately in terms of how it's using fuel and how it's building itself. What that means is I could be overweight and my doctor runs a bunch of tests and panels and all kinds of stuff on me and then everything comes back absolutely fine. And the question becomes, if being overweight is so dangerous for our health, how is it then that my doctor can run all these tests and everything shows up well? And the reason that that happens is because being overweight, even if you're to the point where you're classically labeled obese, so you've got excess fat to the point where obese, doesn't mean that my body has stopped functioning properly. What it does mean though is that I'm in a position that in the future there's a high probability that my body will at some point stop functioning properly. But in this moment, so if I take a snapshot of Violet today, and if I was 100 pounds overweight, I still would be in this moment functioning well. So now, what does that mean? Am I healthy? Well, yes, in this moment. Our bodies are made to survive. So of course, I could be 100 pounds overweight and still be functioning well because my body will continue to function well for as long as it continue, can continue to function well because that's its job. My body is doing everything it can to keep Violet alive. And for every moment that it can function perfectly, it will function perfectly. But what that means is that all those blood works that my doctor's gonna do, all those tests that my doctor's gonna do is gonna show that Violet's still functioning well. And this is where the dilemma happens. Because if your body is functioning properly, then do you intervene? And most medical interventions have to do with taking some kind of medication or some type of surgery. And this is where it becomes quite problematic, right? Because the only interventions that our healthcare system has for us if we are obese is to feed us a medication or do a surgery. And that's because our medical system treats obesity as a disease. And it's only once you classify something as a disease that then there's an intervention that can be put in place. And if you're putting such harsh interventions in place, then you wanna be certain that there's a good reason to be doing so. You see, Classifying obesity as a disease then gives us the right to fight that disease and by giving someone a medication or doing some kind of surgery, you are definitely changing the way that the person's body functions. So now, is my body still functioning normally? No, there's been an intervention. So 
Is this new way of functioning better? That's debatable. Is this new way of, in, of functioning decreasing my weight? Typically, that should be the case. So here's the thing. I call it a disease so that I can make an intervention so I can get the weight down, but I want everyone to understand that when you did that intervention, there's a high probability that in that moment, your body might've been functioning appropriately. So is it an automatic that when you are overweight, your body is not functioning appropriately? No. Are you, can you be healthy in this moment and yet your body be overweight? Yes. Are you on a path to poor health? Yes, but it didn't necessarily happen yet. So what happens if rather than see obesity as a health problem, as a disease, we decided to look at obesity for what it is, which is your body taking the necessary actions to get excessive sugar out of your blood system to protect you from dying. What happens if we actually look at obesity or rapid weight gain or weight gain in general for what it really is. Our body absolutely functioning correctly to take a toxic substance out of our blood and store it away in a safe container called fat. Well, then all of a sudden what happens is that now we know that we're functioning properly because we're still functioning properly because our body's doing what it's supposed to do. So therefore obesity, not in a, a disease, but in fact, our body's safety precaution to keep us alive. It also gives us the answer, right? If you would like to stop storing fat, well, then the answer would be to eat fewer carbohydrates. That's what would happen if we looked at obesity as a natural protective function that our body does over a long period of time. So just because I'm healthy in this moment doesn't mean that I'm building a body that's going to be healthy tomorrow and it's my future. And what I'm trying to say by that is just because I'm healthy and overweight today doesn't mean that I wouldn't be unhealthy if I keep going at this constant rate of weight gain. But the equally important to know is that just because I'm thin doesn't mean that I'm going to be healthy in the future if the fuel I'm using for my body isn't good quality. Now, this is one of those things that when we think about it, we have a hard time wrapping our mind around why carbohydrates is the center of this problem. And I think it's because it takes so long to attack us. Because like I said, you're overweight, you go to the doctor, you do all your tests, the tests come back fine, the doctor says up, you know what, you should try to lose some weight, but you're okay. And we keep going forward not realizing that even though my tests showed that I was okay, in actuality, there's things happening that my body is correcting in the moment. And the question becomes, how long can my body keep correcting before it's unable to keep correcting? So to give you the analogy, if every day on your way out of your home, you took one piece of paper and put it on a table that you had beside the door that was two by four, and you do this every time you leave your home for 365 days. Well, chances are after 365 days, that table could be quite overloaded, right? And then we do it for another 365 days. And now the table's really stressed. And how many days, so how many years of putting one piece of paper on that table 
do you think you could do before the table broke? And what's interesting there is you're not doing anything else negative to the table. You're just putting one piece of paper every day for a year, for two years, for three years, for four years. How many years would it take before the table broke? Now, I don't know the answer to this math question, but I can tell you that I know it would take many, would probably take more than a year, probably take more than two years. What's my point with this? Every day we're eating sugar. And we eat the sugar as if it's having no effect. But obviously it's having some effect because our body is taking this extra step to take it out of our blood and store it away safely in fat because if it stayed in our blood, we would actually die. So that tells us that there's something there. Now, if we don't allow ourselves to understand that that action that our body is taking is protective, then we become under this impression that obesity is a disease. When actually obesity is our body's way, so not obesity, storing sugar away as fat is our body's way of protecting us from that sugar. Obesity is caused by our insistence on eating sugar every day rather than eating protein and healthy fats and keeping the sugar to a minimum. But that's us, right? Our body is actually functioning appropriately. Now I know there are those who can eat low fat, high carb, and maintain a good weight. So that weight within those normal ranges for years and years and years. And they sometimes don't even acquire obesity. So they, they don't become obese. And their body somehow manages those sugars in a different way. Here's what's interesting. Those people who do not become obese and therefore do not have that stage before becoming diabetic, heart condition, Alzheimer's, PCOS, they get other things. One of the things that we need to be careful about, again, equating thin with healthy, if I have other metabolic issues, health issues that are traced back to sugar, all it means is that my body didn't have enough space to put those sugars away as fat. Not every person has the ability to have high fat levels on their body. Some people have a low threshold for storage. It's important for us to understand though that the end result is still the same. If I end up with some kind of metabolic issue, am I healthy? Weight in that case wasn't the indicator of poor health because weight isn't an indicator of poor health. Weight is an indicator of how efficient your body is at storing away carbohydrates and alcohol and other toxins that you might be ingesting as fat in those fat storage cells. So what's really interesting to me when you try to look at that question of, so can you be overweight and healthy? One of the things that we do notice is that someone can be overweight and unhealthy. So diabetic pains, joint pains, uh, hip issues, as with my story and knee issues and back issues as with my story, but heart, um, so high blood pressure or, you know, heart issues as other people's story. Someone could be overweight and unhealthy. So the, the tests are showing that you are unhealthy. And then that person can change from a standard American diet to a ketogenic way of life. And prior to weight loss, so prior to being at an ideal weight, 
their health dramatically improves. So the person, like myself, still overweight, no longer has hip issues, no longer had back and neck and elbow issues and knee issues. All of it was gone. And I was still overweight. What is that telling us? You can be healthy and overweight. Now, was my, was my healing complete? No. But here's what I want everyone to understand. When you feed your body appropriately, you're giving your body the tools it needs to rebuild and repair. You're giving your body the tools that it needs to fuel itself efficiently. And you're giving your body the possibility of rather than trying to confine toxins in fat storage, to use energy and focus on repair and building. Now, that seems simple when you say it like that, right? But think about long-term. If over the course of a year, two years, three years, 10 years, 20 years, my body's actually able to focus on fueling, building, and repair, then the body that I will have 10 years from now will be much more structurally sound because I gave it the right materials to make it structurally sound. You know, if you were going to build a house and you use the cheapest possible materials that were you know, not really very reliable, then it wouldn't surprise you if the house didn't last more than 20 years. Versus if you build a house with the best possible materials that you could get your hands on, the chance that the house would last 100 years would make a lot of sense, right? Now, it all depends. Are you building this house just for yourself and 20 years from now you don't care? Or is this a house you want to pass down to your children and then to your grandchildren and then to your great-grandchildren? Because what your goal is determines how you'd build that house. Why are you doing what you're doing right now? Are you trying to get ready for bikini season? Or are you trying to get ready for the rest of your life? Which is going to be 17, 30, 50 bikini seasons down the road. And the best part, when you choose a ketogenic lifestyle and you give your body good quality oils and fats, so usually the fats that come along with the protein source, or if you're adding fat, olive, coconut, avocado, I'm sure there's others. When you give your body good quality oils, good quality protein, good quality but small amounts of carbohydrates, what happens? Your body will fuel itself so efficiently, your body will build itself so well that the need for shoving carbohydrates into storage, shoving alcohol into storage, all these negatives that you were doing that I will hope that you will do less of, when your body doesn't have to deal with carcinogens from poor quality oils or, right, then what happens? It will regulate your weight to what it should be. And will you end up at that magic number that the doctor said you should be? Maybe not. See, that's the other part of the story. That magic number that the doctor is aiming all of us at is an average over a bunch of people. If I'm feeding myself the best quality food that I can, and all the foods that I eat are foods that my body can actually use and are not harmful to me, then guess what happens? My body will use those foods, my body will process those foods, my body will build me, and I will get to the weight I'm supposed to be because my body will have no need to shove carbohydrates 
away as fat. You will regulate yourself because that's what your body wants to do. This knows what to, your body knows what to do. We don't have to tell it and we can't trick it. That's the other thing about this. I want to say it out. It's not because Violet said that you can be, you're going to go and say, Violet said, look, Violet said that you can be overweight and healthy, that all of a sudden it means that you can eat whatever you want and be overweight and just say, well, but Violet said I can be healthy. You know what you are eating. If you are keeping your carbohydrates low, if you are eating good quality protein and, and the fats that come along with it, and I'm saying good quality, because what I'm looking for you to actually do is eat the quality of meat and protein sources that make sense for you to eat with your budget and your, you know, physiology that, that, that do well for you. And I can guarantee you that what you'll eat is not going to be the same as what I will eat. And it doesn't need to be. As long as we're both eating clean and maybe you're going to love eating fish and I'm going to love eating pork. But as long as we're both eating clean and trying to eat, you know, that nose to tail thing, eating the, all of parts of the animal, chances are we're going to be okay. Now, I want everyone to look at what they're doing and be honest with yourself. Because if you are eating in a healthy way, and if you are allowing yourself to keep those carbohydrates low, then the chance that you could be slightly overweight according to who, again, your body is the one that's telling you what weight you should be at. But if you happen to be above the number that the doctor would say would be the number for you, but you feel amazing, have nothing on the charts, know that you are eating low carb, good quality proteins and fats. And I say low carb, I mean 20 grams or less, right? I'm just going to say that out loud. But if you're doing that for yourself, and you happen to be 5, 10, 15 pounds over what the doctor thinks, you have to start asking yourself, is what the doctor thinks more important than what my body is actually trying to do? Right? Because it could be that this is where your body wants you to be for whatever reason. And the question for me is, how do you feel? And what do the labs say? Because we need both sets of information. Your waist to height ratio, is it under 50%? We need all the information. Do you possibly have more muscle on you now than you had before? And that's why you're a bit over the number. We need all the information. It's not just one thing. It's not just a number on the scale. It's health that we're actually trying to get a handle on. And health is not a number. It's a bunch of factors that we need to look all the factors to understand if we're healthy. Knowing what to eat towards health is what's really important, right? Because if we try to play that calorie game, we're going to lose. Because at the end of the day, when you eat carbohydrates, your body does a certain thing with it. When you eat protein and fat, your body does something different with it. And we need to accept that that's just the truth. If you're trying to play the calorie game, you need to understand that the same way I can't trick myself because the things I think, I know I'm thinking them. I can't trick myself because the things I eat, I know I'm eating them. So whether Tom or Marie knows that I'm eating these things, Violet knows that she's eating these things. So if my health isn't there, it will be because I've decided for my health not to be there because I decided to eat carbs and fun food over eating protein, fats, and healthy foods right? And I'm not even saying that protein, fats, and, and low glycemic carbohydrates can't be fun, 
But you know what? If you don't invest some time and energy in finding ways to make these foods taste good to you, then you're always going to see yourself as losing out to flavor in order to try to be healthy. And I actually think that's a big mistake. I can tell you with all honesty, I love every meal that I actually have, which is new for me because I used to treat food like the thing I had to do to stay alive because I really didn't care and I wasn't interested. And part of the reason I got into this situation was because I did the fastest, easiest thing possible. Today, I care and I prepare meals that taste good to me so that I am going to eat them and stay healthy. It all comes back to what you decide to do to help yourself to be healthy. Remember, if you eat carbohydrates to excess, your body will store them away as fat to keep you alive. That's just the way this works. So can you be healthy and overweight? I actually believe the answer to that is yes. Can you be unhealthy and thin? Absolutely. Is, is being fat or thin what we're supposed to be aiming at, I really hope by this point he figured out that I believe the answer to that is no. Focus on being healthy. Your body will take care of the rest. And in order for you to focus on being healthy, what you really need to do is eat appropriately. Thanks for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. Gosh, I really felt like this was a great video. I hope you think so too. And if you do, ring the bell, you know, subscribe, do the things. Uh, if you'd like to contribute to the production of videos, links for Amazon, Patreon, in the description below. Love talking to my wellness warriors as always and you new people. I know you're going to be subscribers real soon. Love talking to you guys. Talk to you again next week.